Yeah, I don't really like playing the what if game. So uh, what I do know is I have, uh, you know, more than two months right now where, uh, you know, my protocol is not testing every single day. So that's kind of the only thing that uh, I'm thinking about. I don't like playing the hypothetical game. Uh, obviously, I'd love to be playing second weekend in February and hopefully we're in that position. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe G, Joe O, Aaron Hawksworth here on a Monday. We will uh, get more clarity on the picks where Joe O and Paul went in the contest coming up a little bit. We'll go off the board a little bit. And uh, more reaction to Week 10 as we lead to Monday Night Football tonight between the Rams and the 49ers. So the voice of Aaron Rodgers there talking about protocols and all the stuff that uh, that is now part of the conversation with Aaron Rodgers. But he came back. His Packers won. I didn't think Rodgers played particularly great in that game yesterday. He only scored 17 points. He was off. I thought he was off a lot of that game. Just missed. And some drops, some on him. But they get through with a 17 nothing victory over the Seahawks. So it's funny in the NFC, and we're going to see both sides of it tonight, and we'll kind of spin this joke to the game tonight. But I feel like in the NFC, there's two races. The race for the top seed and the race for the last seed. That like and and oh, there's so many teams that are in the mix for both. It's basically the entire conference, but it's just split into two. So right now on FanDuel Sportsbook, at plus two twenty, the Green Bay Packers at eight and two are your favorites to get the bot the number one seed and the only buy in the conference. Rams before they play tonight plus three fifty. Cardinals losers yesterday against the, pa- the Panthers plus three fifty. Cowboys plus three fifty. My lean right now is I think there's value on the Cowboys in that division, plus 350 to be the number one seed. I know they go to Kansas City this weekend, so that's that yeah. makes it trickier. They might have a loss coming up, but would you bet the Packers to be the number one seed? What you saw that yesterday? I didn't. I didn't love what I saw for the Packers yesterday. No, but I but I also understand that Rodgers is going to look a lot better yep. uh, in a couple weeks than he did. He's no practice time at all, and that that was part of our angle here with Seattle. Now, if you told me. Uh, during the week, all right, Rodgers won't throw a touchdown. Rodgers will have a red zone interception. You're going to see misfires. You're going to see a fumbled snap. And Green Bay is only going to score 17. Give me Seattle plus three all day. Like, sure. I feel plus three, plus three and a half. I feel really good about that. And then for the first time in the Russell Wilson era, we see a goose egg by the Seahawks. I mean, Rodgers looked bad. Russ looked bad. Two interceptions in the end zone. Uh, one of those, a red zone interception. I mean, it, it, it was ugly for both of them. There's really no other way to look at it, but at, what does the scoreboard say? The scoreboard says Green Bay wins and covers, and you got them at Lambeau on a cheap price at minus three. Uh, when you have the results, it's easy to say that. Uh, Green Bay, eight and two on the season. Seattle, three and six. So I guess in this mediocre NFC, they're not completely dead. Schedule lightens up moving forward when you expect to get a better version of Russ. And uh, nine straight covers for the Packers now. Nine straight covers. And DK Metcalf still trying to get back on the field. (laughs) I love that that coach was kind of laughing too. Like I think he was was trying not to, but it was like, he was like, oh my God. Um, to your point, Joe, Rogers did not throw a touchdown and toss that one pick. He had previously been one in five in games without a touchdown pass and at least one interception. Wow. Last year in the red zone, he had 35 touchdowns and zero interceptions, which 
which is why he won the MVP. Because what he, his work at the red zone last year uh, did not look like the same guy. But again, he he's going to look a lot better. Both of yeah. these guys, if if we do a recheck in two weeks, like <laughs> they were performance rusty. that we saw, yeah, they, they was it clearly. And maybe Russ should not have been working out twenty hours per day. Like get uh, some like sleep, Russell. Us. Goodness gracious, yeah. take, take a nap. <laughs> Um, okay, we'll get to Seahawks here in a second because their win total is at seven and a half. A lot of people, I think before yesterday, people would have said they're the team, right? Someone's going to get out of the smuck at the bottom of the NFC. It's them. I I, I don't know if it's going to be them. We'll see. We'll look at, we can look at their schedule. But one thing quickly on the Packers. Yeah. I know yesterday we can absolutely chalk up to Rodgers being rusty. Okay, that's fine. Week before, Rodgers didn't play. Okay, but they did play a bad defense in the Chiefs. But all right. You know they haven't scored 30 points in a game since week three. That's not going to cut it in the NFC. They're not going to be able to beat the Rams and the Cowboys and the and the Bucks in the playoffs, scoring 24 points, scoring 23 points. This isn't good enough. I mean, I, I think the next few weeks, and they play the Vikings this week, and then they go to the Rams. I think we're about to find out are the Packers oh. really a Super Bowl team? Because I, I don't, I don't see it. Yeah. Seattle plus it. 360 to make the playoffs. I can't wait to have that conversation after we have the results of San Francisco yes. tonight, which, God, you're getting me into this? This is garbage. Uh, I, <laughs> I, I guess I guess I have to. It's a different way to bet it. Uh, we'll figure out which team's going to – there's actually two spots that are going to be trash teams if you really look at it. Six and seven seed in the Yeah, NFL. the Saints have the inside track to six. Yeah. I still think the Saints have the inside track. And though we'll look forward as the week goes on. The game on Sunday that I think is going to have significant playoff implications is Saints at Eagles. Eagles are favored by one and a half to start the week. If the Eagles win that game, you're right, Joe, then it is going to be two spots that are crap. Like, we're talking about two spots that could be eight or nine wins. If the Saints win, I think they're in a really good spot to get one of those two spots. Here, like, as, as far as the Packers, big picture-wise, you know where I stand on defense is, I said it earlier with the Titans. If you're depending on that, you're depending on turning the turnovers, that's probably not going to happen the entire year. Sure. In this league and with these offenses, you're going to pay the piper at some point. But let's look at this. This was the challenging part. Now, there's context with all of these results, but this was kind of like the murderer's row of quarterbacks that Green Bay was going to face. This is what they were talking about in the offseason. Kyler, Mahomes, Russ. Oh, man. Well, they went 2-1. and one, And their defense gave up 21 points to Kyler, 13 to Mahomes, and 0 points to Russell Wilson. Yeah, they did a good job. Day. Yep. So I'm, I'm not saying they're a good defense. I'm just saying, look at, look at, this is how they're, I mean, there's a lot of context there. Uh, with, with the rust coming off the injury, Mahomes looking as bad as he's looked, I guess, in, in his entire career there. So, yeah. It's not like Ro Rodgers is, e even before he went out with COVID, it's not like he's been remarkable. I mean, remember that Thursday game against Arizona? Right. That's not why they, why they didn't win the game because of Rodgers. They won because of the defense. Yeah, I mean, it's been what we're going on seven, eight weeks. They've scored 30 points in a game. Their defense is carrying them right now. All right, there's one game we, we didn't really touch on yet today. And I thought it was an interesting one. I I, I teased the, Vi the Vikings up uh, as a, a teaser with the Eagles, and I hit that one. And I threw the Saints in there, too. That that was my, my favorite teaser of the day. Yeah. The Vikings go into Los, Los uh, Angeles and beat, we beat the Chargers. 
there's two. All right, we'll, we'll hit both sides. It's both angles. The Vikings are in this thing, and the Vikings continue. Like, they'll probably lay an egg in two weeks, and they're like, oh, here are the Vikings again. They're the most Jekyll and Hyde team in the NFL. Like, on, on their good days or their good drives, don't the Vikings look as good as anybody in the NFC? Like, in, in very short glimpses. And then they stink and they blow games. But look at that team. They could easily be 6-3 and three right now, 6-4, and four, whatever. Defense is not bad. No. It's not bad. And, and they kept – I know they scored 20 – but they kept Herbert under 200 passing yards on 35, 34 attempts, 195 yards, one touchdown, one interception for Herbert. Held them to 4.6 yards of play. The Chargers held the Chargers to 4.6 yards of play. And if you look before this Chargers game, I, am I making a case for Minnesota? Maybe. Uh, if we go before this Chargers game, the losses, two very good teams. Baltimore and Dallas, both of them are going right. to be in the playoff. They might have a couple of high spots. And that Baltimore game... I mean, they did it. They blew the, the big lead, but they end up losing in overtime. So, I mean, you know, Minnesota just, they're the blob in the middle. They've got the quarterback that's in the middle of the pack. They're, they're just going to be 8-9 and nine or 9-8. Nine and eight. Just, we'll figure it out. It probably happened on the last game. It'll be decided. They're just that middle-of-the-road team. Middle-of-the-road teams are in the playoff hunt. Don't look now. The Kirk Cousins has the lowest interception percentage in the NFL. 104 wow. passer rating. He and a losing record. <laughs> just continues to stack up good seasons for Kirk. It's what he does. Great. Great. He's a good quarterback. Boy, uh, have right. they beaten a good have they beaten a good team? Their losses, Cincinnati, Arizona, Cleveland, Dallas, and Baltimore. They lose every good team they face. Is that what we have to do? When Minnesota faces a good team, just go against them? I like them on Sunday against the oh, Packers. I was just going to say, what do we do against the Packers? Minus two and a half. I like Kirk on Sunday. It, what's the number? I like him. Two and a half. What time's the game start, Aaron? Is that a one o'clock game? Because that matters. It is a one o'clock. Oh, one Kirk at one. You can bet on him. Wait, Prime why, time, you fade him. Why do you like him? I'll take Green Bay probably. Who has a better point differential this year? I bet it's the Vikings. Or it's close. Yeah, I mean, Rodgers is going to look better. After a yeah, full week I, of practice he will. And... He'll look better. But, I, I mean, I, I think the, the Vikings can, can beat them. The total's 49 and a half. Feels low. Yeah, I think so, too. Divisional matchup. It is their first, first time playing this year. Yeah, it's going to be tough for me to pass up on Green Bay. But are they going to make it 10 straight covers? I mean, that's – I thought that would be – that number would be a little higher. It wouldn't surprise me if it closes higher than that. So only two – yeah, two and a half is kind of low. I, I would have thought three and a half. I mean, really, Green Bay and Minnesota are play here, play there, away from being closer in the standings, right? They're eight and two versus four sure. and five. This could be seven and three, you know, five and four pretty, pretty easily. Uh, how about the Chargers angle of yesterday? What do we make of the Chargers? Okay, so they lose the Ravens. They lose the Patriots. I know they control the game, but, I mean, they're one play away from losing to the Eagles last week, but we know are a, a mediocre team at best. And then they lose to the Vikings. Are we sure the Chargers are good? They lost three or four. They've lost three or four. Don't we have to put the Chargers and the Browns, upcoming teams, awesome rosters, very deep. They're going to win at some point. One has the quarterback, one does not. But don't we have to put them in the same bucket? Just overall, today – Reacting to week number 10, very disappointing teams. Very disappointing. 
And just at this point, I I don't know if if I have much trust in them. I I know you can say that about a lot of teams in the AFC, but right. I don't have a lot of trust in uh, in the Chargers or the Browns. Yeah, Herbert just seems like he can't get his magic back. It, it, he's out of rhythm. I don't know what's going on with Herbert, so I don't have a lot of confidence in that. He's not moving the ball. Um, their defense has been struggling. They need to get some more three and outs. They've got to get off the field more consistently on third and fourth down. And I agree. I just don't have a lot of confidence in this Chargers team. I think they're going in the wrong direction right now. They watched now, you know, the division slip away from them. Yeah. And with that said, the schedule's the schedule. I mean, that can flip things. And it, it would feel like this is the time where things pivot. Where I agree with you, Aaron. They're looking bad. It's hard to have a lot of trust in them. They've lost three or four to Baltimore, New England, and Minnesota. But now you've got Pittsburgh, Denver, at Cincinnati. Cincinnati not looked as good as they were a few weeks ago. Giants. There's Houston. There's Denver again. They finish with Vegas. There are a lot of should-be wins on the schedule for should them. Should be. So or are they just like those teams? Are they Maybe. just like the Steelers and the Broncos? And these are just going to be close games because they're God. all on the same level. Yeah, you know you what? They, they have a coach They have a coach we like and a quarterback we like. But, Aaron, I think you're right. Their resume is, is more like everybody else. Look at their re- record, their point differential. So I mentioned Eagles Saints feels like an NFC playoff picture pivot game. Like the winner is, is you're going to feel good about the losers. Like, uh-oh. I think the same thing with Steelers Chargers on Sunday. And we kind of poo-pooed the Steelers, and that was bad yesterday. But guess what? That tie is way better than the loss. They have that w- – Ties always in these playoff mixes that helps you because it's like they that you suck. play one less game. God, All right, Chargers suck. minus four in right. that one against the okay. Steelers. I, I don't think they're very good either. Two of these te- are we all going to say New England's a playoff team? Are we ready to go there? I, I'm going to say they're going to the playoffs. I am okay. I'm all in. What's it going to take? What's it going to take the to year? get in the AFC? Nine, nine or ten. Nine, nine or ten. <laughs> oh, if it's nine, yeah, they're in. Well, just okay then, and and we'll do this fully tomorrow. Like we'll do, we'll do the NFC, but if New England's in, two of these teams have to go with New England as wild cards: Pittsburgh, Chargers, Raiders, Bengals, Colts, Browns, Broncos. Who's going? Chargers, That's and right. Steelers, Raiders, no. Bengals, Indy, uh, Broncos, Browns. I don't like any of them. <sighs> it's all close. It's all I would gross. lean Chargers. <laughs> I would lean Chargers. I just, I just said I can't trust the two teams, but the two that I would pick are the Chargers and the Browns out of that. I group. know, I know. And that's what's scary about it. We just and don't that's know why, what's going to happen. Right, all these head-to-head matchups the next couple weeks. This is this it's is going to be tiebreakers. Yeah, the Browns. Um, You're going to talk yourself back in the Browns. Here we go. <laughs> got Detroit this week, okay? And then we've got Baltimore back-to-back games. That stupid scheduling quirk we have. That is a big quirk. Yes, you're right. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth, the playoff. This is Roger Goodell's NFL. We're going to bet on it because all these teams are getting it. Trash. All right. We'll look at how Joe O and Paul did in the contest this week. We'll go off the board in a little while. And, of course, we'll get ready for Monday Night Football. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth, BetQL Daily, presented, as always, by FanDuel Sportsbook. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily. Presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.